broke. The damn thing changed. I was having a conversation the other day um, with someone, and they asked me if I ever heard of Enneagram. And I said no. Uh, but of course, I do like I always do. I asked what was it, but as they started talking, you know, I grabbed my computer and I started Googling. Uh, and I started looking and, and things started standing out to me. And so I hadn't recorded anything in a while. And so I grabbed the microphone as I dig through this. Now, the definition of Enneagram, let me make sure I'm saying that right. All right, Enneagram. The Enneagram is a system of personality types that describes patterns and how people interpret the world and manage their emotions. The Enneagram describes nine personality types and maps each of these types in a nine-pointed diagram, which helps to illustrate how the types relate to one another. Now, I read that, and the the thing that jumped out to me was the nine personalities, the number nine. At that point, I was like, Huh. Says, what does Enneagram tell us? According to the Enneagram, each of the nine personality types is defined by a particular core belief about how the world works. This core belief drives your deepest motivations and fears, fundamentally shapes a person's worldview and the perspective through which they see the world and the people around them. Our core beliefs are not necessarily incorrect, but they can be limiting and operate as blinders for people. Hmm. Understanding your Enneagram type and how it colors our perceptions can also use help us to broaden our perspective and approach situations more effectively. Hmm. That sounds interesting, doesn't it? So, Let's see. They say there's nine different types of Enneagram types. Right? And as I started uh, looking at the list, hey, more things started jumping out to me. It says, type one, the perfectionist. Type two, the giver. Type three, the achiever. Type four, the individualist. Type five, the investigator. Type six, the skeptic. Type seven, the enthusiast. Type eight, the challenger. Type nine, the peacemaker. As Paul, the astrologer. I'm looking at that. And I'm like, could they be disguising this Enneagram with planetary energy? Could they be using astrology and disguising it in this little system? 
Because in all actuality, if you really break it down, um, those nine types could be seen as the different archetypal planetary energies. Now, when I first read them, I was like, that sounds more like signs than planets. Because right? the, like the very first one, the perfectionist, that sounds a whole lot like Virgo to me. But it's, it's nine. There's 12 signs and only nine Enneagram types. So let's see. It says the perfectionist type one. Enneagram type ones like to do things correctly and to high standards. Are sticklers for rules and pay close attention to details. They also avoid making mistakes. To others, they appear perfectionists, responsible, and exacting. Ones are typically sticklers for rules and details and get frustrated when things don't live up to their high standards at work in relationships in the day-to-day lives. Details, rules, perfectionists, you know, Mercury, the Virgo expression of Mercury, you know, um, you know, going with rulership, um, they have the seven traditional, but then you, you have the outer planets as well. So type two Enneagram is the giver. All right. What's the giver? It says twos are defined by their desire to belong, to be loved by others. They are helpful, nurturing and caring towards others. They are eager to involve themselves in others' lives. Twos rarely say no when others ask them to, for help. They want to prove value to others by always being there for them. Right? That sounds like the giver. That sounds like moon-type energy. Oh, why am I saying moon? Because nurturing... Um, sometimes a lot of times people put the moon as a mother, the mother figure, motherly energy, and that sounds motherly to me. Being loved, loved by others, helpful, nurturing, caring all that sounds like moon energy to me. All right, type three, the achiever. Threes are defined by their desire to be significant and distinguish themselves through the, their achievements. To others, threes appear confident, ambitious, and goal-oriented. They are unsure of their innate self-worth and look for validation through their accomplishments. Threes are typically very image-focused. It is important to them that others see them as successful. Hmm. The achiever. Which planet could the achiever be? Initially, um, I 
was going with Mars because you think of the word achiever. Um, yeah, and then I'll, I'll play with Saturn a little bit mentally because to achieve anything uh, takes time. Uh, it says three is typically a very image focused. Uh, hmm. But to be honest with you, after when I first read the name, the achiever, I was just picking up planets off the names. But now that um, I'm reading the definition, I'm wondering if that the achiever is solar type energy, the sun. I don't know. Like I said, I never really looked into this. So I'm just talking off the top of the head of my thoughts. Bringing y'all behind the curtains of one of my research. Light, light auto research. All right, let's go to number four. The individual list. Let's see. Fours are defined by their sense of being special and different from other people. They are often creative, present a unique, distinctive persona to people around them. Fours experience a deep conflict in that they long to connect with others. But they feel that because they are unusual, very few people are able to truly see them as they are. Uh, the planetary energy that came to my mind um, with that was Uranus. Uh, modern modern astrology, because uh, that sounds also Aquarian. Modern astrology puts um, rulership of your Aquarius to Uranus, and Uranus is eccentric, um, freedom loving, and, and likes uniqueness. Um, yeah. The individualist Uranus. The investigator, number five, type five. All right. Let's see what investigator is. Um, off the top of the head I'll just tell you that when I saw that name I was thinking Pluto death, regeneration the unconscious I went with investigating but I don't know I never read this, let's see Enneagram fives are defined by their desire to conserve their energy and to avoid being drained by Engagement with the outside world. Hmm. Engagement with the outside world. I just you said unconscious with Pluto, right? Pluto is subconscious inside world. And they said uh, avoid being drained by engagement of the outside world. They focus on being knowledgeable and competent so they can be as self-sufficient as possible. Fives enjoy deepening 
their understanding of the world, expanding their intellect while minimizing their physical and relationship needs. Minimizing. Far as fear being overwhelmed by their own needs and the needs of others to cope with this fear, they would draw from relationships and maintain a minimalist lifestyle, focusing on the intellectual as an escape from the demands of the world. Fives are motivated by desire to be competent. I desire, the word desire was used a couple of times. Um, And Scorpio is desire. And modern rulership of Scorpio is Pluto. Traditional rules of Scorpio is Mars. It's feminine Mars. But they have nine. So I'm only trying to use them once. Seems like my first initial thought may be on that Pluto could be seen as the investigator type. Type six, the skeptic. I resonate with this one. Why y'all think I'm looking at this stuff? <laughs> I've said that to a lot of people all, a bunch of times. Hey, uh, I am a skeptic. You know, I like trust but verify. Yeah, I like I listen and take in what people say. And there y'all that's dealing with me, I listen to y'all. After I leave y'all, I go look up what you said to see if you was on point. That's for sure. So what does this say? The skeptic. So what do I think the skeptic is? At first, when I seen that skeptic, I was gonna go with um, Neptune. Skeptic. Why Neptune? Because Neptune is like illusions, delusions dreams, illusions and delusions, really. Um, it's Pisces type energy. Uh, modern rulership. Let's see. Sixes are defined by their desire for safety and security. They seek to anticipate and avoid risk and to ally themselves with trustworthy authority figures and institutions. Sixes are alert and vigilant, always thinking several steps ahead to anticipate and prepare for what could go wrong. Sixes fear being unprepared and unable to defend themselves from danger. To cope with this fear, they attempt to be prepared for every possible turn of events. Um... I'm really, as I read that, I I got a Pisces type vibe, right? In modern rulership, um, Pisces is ruled by Neptune. I know two Pisces. I I know a couple of them, but um, they deal with anxiety and fear. Um, And I guess that's where the energy of Neptune 
to come in because it, it, the illusions or um, visions or perceptions you create in your world mentally can have you falsely um, looking at situations in a, in a false way as in trusting the person you're not supposed to and not trusting the person you really should, you know? So, the enthusiast type seven. Enthusiast, you know, when I seen that one, that was saying Jupiter to me. Uh, Jupiter likes to grow and expand. I think Sagittarius energy is is like a it's positive it's positive type energy you know and you think enthusiasm what is enthusiasm you know so but that's like I said I don't know what they say let's see sevens are defined by their desire to experience everything in life has to offer while avoiding pain and boredom they appear to others to be lively, fun-loving, and hedonistic. That sounds Sagittarius-like. Um, I've, I've said Sagittarius energy likes to sugarcoat things that would be sugarcoat negative things that would be avoiding pain. Um, um, Sagittarius people like to laugh, joke around, stuff like that. Uh, fun-loving. I also heard uh, the hedonistic. Yeah, I could roll with that with Sag. Um, sevens are often very busy people who bounce from one activity to another in their quest, quest, the arrow, Sagittarius arrow, to squeeze every possible bit of enjoyment out of life. Enjoyment. Um, so, hey, um, Sagittarius is a fire sign. Fiery enthusiasm. Enjoyment of life. Um, seven's fear getting stuck in a rut, missing out on the good life. Hmm. They cope with the fear by constantly seeking out. There's the word right there. Seeking out exciting, novel, and fun experience. Look at that. And Sagittarius is I seek. Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. Therefore, enthusiast is Jupiter type number eight of the Enneagram types is the challenger. Mars, Uranus, Investigator, Pluto, the Skeptic, Neptune, the Enthusiast, um, Jupiter. Yeah. So type eight, the Challenger. Now, we all know Mars is the warrior. 
right? And what do warriors do? They challenge. They get in competition, challenge. Hey, I beat you, right? So, what's it say? Let's see. Eights are defined by their desire to be powerful and to avoid any vulnerability. Mm. They present a confident, assertive, and decisive image to others. Sounds like Aries, Cardinal Fire. Eights can be argumentative and intimidating. Sounds like Mars. It is important to them to stand up to what they believe in and to protect those who are weaker than themselves. Protect people who's weaker. So that means they're going to fight on the behalf of others. Mars likes to fight. Mars likes to cut. Mars likes to sever. Eights fear being vulnerable and powerless more than anything and cope with this fear by always being strong and in control. Yeah. Mars is about power. I mean, to challenge anybody, I mean, to beat someone, you got to be more powerful powerful than them in whatever endeavor y'all are challenging each other in. So yeah, I see Mars right there. And last but not least, what planets did what planet didn't I use yet? Oh, well, number the last Enneagram type nine is the peacemaker. Oh, to have peace, you you have to have a relationship, and Libra is relationship. Libra is balance and relationship, and what rules Libra? Venus. So is Venus the peacemaker? Well, let's see. Nines are defined by the desire to maintain a sense of inner peace and harmony. Peace, inner harmony. And to avoid conflict and other emotional disturbances. They're typically agreeable, calm, and easy to be around. Yeah. Sounds like a Libra. You know, likes to keep balance, um, peace in relationships. And I, I've always said Libras do relationships two ways. Either they're controlling or they're very non-confrontational. And both, in both ways they do it. It all is to keep cool, keep this relationship cool and peaceful around them. Uh, it says here, nines rarely rock the boat. There's a couple of levers that come to mind that like to sit on a fence. But they can be stubborn. As it says, while they typically go with the flow, they dislike being controlled and will respond with passive resistance if pushed too far. Everybody knows Venus as the planet of love and love and beauty and stuff like that but as the morning star Venus is the fierce female warrior like um Xena the warrior princess or something you know well, you know uh, Joan of Arc 
is Venus in the morning. Uh-huh. That Wonder Woman would be Venus in the morning. You know, insert your female superhero type uh, warrior. That's Venus in the morning. But I digress. Go back to what we're talking about. Um, peace and Venus rules Libra and Libra wants peace in relationships so seems like to me this Enneagram stuff is just a play on the different planetary energies did they describe did, did they disguise astrology inside this package of Enneagram stuff and if that's the case why not just go with the real why you gotta create this different type looking stuff I mean you got a circle with the with the points all in it you know Looking just like a astrology wheel. It's just my observation. Anywho, I know it's been a while since, you know, I recorded anything or whatever. It's just I was sitting up here with my morning coffee. Um grabbed the microphone. You know, I usually look at stuff like this and and wonder in my mind and so basically I took y'all for a ride through my mind as I as I you know investigate <laughs> Scorpio Moon um, as I investigated this Enneagram stuff that I was asked about I hadn't heard of but now that I heard of heard of it the skeptic in me um, and, and looking at it, and I just, I just see astrology all over this thing, y'all. I ain't gonna bullshit you. So, uh, like I said, I know it's been a while since y'all heard from me. I don't know when you're gonna hear from me again, but uh, it's been, it's been good. You know, I've been alright, been chilling, uh, been learning some things, been uh, making some moves. Um, as always, y'all know how I end this stuff. Know that self balance your energy. I started off with questions, and then it's number two. Things on my mind, why this, why that, what should we do? The question that the searches, you diving into seeking. Go fossil ass, leak it. You think you get to tweak it. Where you don't be getting to preach it. You don't be telling me that my fate is in the stars, you read my energy. You got the recipe to get the ecstasy. I'm shifting gears on the thing that you won't believe. Now people don't see, she starts on Christmas Eve. It's from the start, that's why you trap, you stuck, you cannot leave. Nowhere, man. You best be on your knees, confess your sins of move. Don't knees. have no question, have the face, you trust, you told the truth. You think you can't be slanted, you think it just be planted. It's warfare, the bonds explode, collateral damage. I manage to maintain.